ashamed. You always had a situation in a big way, man. Welcome to the lockdown. We're back again in your life. We're Here we back, go. Bitches. Here we go. Uh, welcome, boys. Remember, this is a podcast. Our opinions are our own. Nothing to do with our employers. Um, so chill out. We're not saying anything that is here to offend anyone we're just having a chit chat welcome boys welcome george welcome kerry welcome um cronk and adam ski how are you all very well thank, thank you, you. Daffer. Yeah, really good. uh what what a turn of well we've had a it's been a busy week it's been a busy week since we last spoke we had a bit of a chat last week a lot of mma talk this has been um a, a political hotbed of conversation but I want to stick with the the premise that we started in the first place, which was fundamentally the lockdown. Uh, and the first subject I want to broach is um, how are people feeling about the current situation? Because I don't know about you guys, but I just feel like someone really wants me to think this is over. And I kind of feel like it is. <laughs> and I don't know how you feel. But I, d- I just and, I'm, and I say that with all purpose, that I feel that my brain wants to remember it and accept that it's still going on and it's still here. But all the signals I'm getting through any media outlets, and I don't really read newspapers or anything, but the telly or whatever is telling me, don't worry about it, Dave, just crack on do your thing so i just want to i just want to get you you boys real opinion on that and, and how are you feeling um let's start with you george uh, am i mad am i on my own there or or how do you feel about it so uh i'm quite similar to you in the standpoint where i've kind of zoomed away from the media i've kind of stopped watching the reports as such uh i'm just dealing with my own common sense essentially so as far as, I mean, Adam talked uh, when we first went into this about kind of social conditioning, how even when this is over, you're still going to be acting the same way. So, you know, I'm still going to quiet meetings. There's still the social distancing in place. But like, I don't know, some of them seem to be completely like not aware of it anymore. Just like trying to go back to normal. People have actually been reaching for my hand now, to which I'm like, no, not happening. Um, but I'm still living in a bubble, essentially. Like, you know, I'll go to my meetings, but I do get the sense that a lot of people just, yeah, they aren't abiding by it, aren't really thinking there's any such lockdown anymore. Mm, mm. What about you, Ad? What's what's been your take on it? Have have you... I mean, I know you're still... Your your life, so to speak, has still been rolling as per usual, um... I guess, but in, in your own brain, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, I think all the messages from the media, so only positive stuff they're really spinning now. Um, always saying how busy it is on the beach, and then um, or how busy it's going to be on the beach, and lo and behold, it is busy the next day. But um, 
I think it is uh, they're trying to get us out of it. Instead of opening up straight away, they can't because of the economy, but it is effectively over. Um, a lot of people you meet in the street, you know, there's no longer the, there's still the weird feeling when you cross someone's path, but it's not maybe as extreme as it was before. Um, went to Ringwood today, local town near where we live here, near Bournemouth. Mm. Um, the streets were rammed, never seen it busier. And because everyone's queuing up to go to the banks and stuff, it's even busier than it usually is. Um, so it's, it's sort of a bit of a, um, people have put provisions in place to enable social distancing, but it's actually, actually making it worse. Um, you know, for my professional job, you don't put in place safe systems at work that make things more dangerous. <laughs> so it's a bit, it's a bit of a, a bit of a pointless exercise. But yeah, it just seems, just seems that it's, it's finished. It's over. What about you boys, Cronk Kerry? What, what you, how are you feeling about it? Is, is anything, you know, changed in your mindset? Uh, not really. I think I just, I, I'm uh, being able to see people in like your garden and stuff without the threat of someone dobbing you in is 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 welcome. Um, and the other changes that they made a couple of weeks ago, you know, where they, you can go for walks and people with shit and meet up with people. Um, it's all good. I think like I still maintain that they've they've known something about this for a while that we haven't, and they they knew they had to keep us inside, so they made it out to be worse than it was. And I've generally watched what Germany have done, and they seem to have handled it pretty well. They opened up a lot more things a lot sooner than we did. Um, I think we were pretty conservative in the way that we're opening up the country, whereas they've had football now for nearly a month. They've had cafes and shit open for nearly a month now as well, and they seem to be controlling it reasonably well. I think I can't wait till it's over, <laughs> to be honest. But yeah, like you boys, I switched off from it. Once it got to a thousand deaths a day, I was like, I don't fucking need to hear this. There's more people dying in car accidents every day, and I still get in my car and, you know, do you think that's a problem um, that we have no sort of uh, comparison, no figure to measure it by now, really? I mean, like you said, Cronk, you made a good point, and I'll, I'll put this to Kerry. Um, as a normal person, so to speak, no one said, well, you're of as much risk of getting and dying of covid as you are xyz you've got more chance of you know falling off a pavement and breaking your head open than but i'm not i'm not saying that is the case but i'm just saying no one has put that out there the absolutely direct comparisons to what the risk assessment it's really difficult to make a risk assessment on anything if you don't have good comparisons and an ability to make a like a you know, red, amber, green rating out of it. Do you know what I mean? Kerry, do you think because that information has been omitted that human beings, especially in the UK, don't really know what the risk is anymore? Yeah, I, I think part of me looks at it as they, they put the boot down. Um, you know, they told everybody to shut up and go inside and um, everybody, uh, you know, obliged, uh, you know, make a person scared that's the main thing make a person scared easily malleable they're controllable and they could like i can't help but think that uh, they've 
overestimated where this thing could have gone. Um, and they're playing uh, a, a great game of distraction now, uh, especially in the media, um, where they're kind of, look, you know, it's all smoke and mirrors, really, isn't it? They're trying to pull us all out of it. Um, and, and, you know, showing Bournemouth Beach where you literally can't see the sand because there's so many people on it. Um, and the queues outside McDonald's, like, you know, there's, there's that, like so many stupid images going around of people walking around the drive through with cardboard boxes on, pretending to be cars and shit. Like, it, you know, it's like a carnival. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm not worried anymore. I just don't like, you know, like we, before maybe I wouldn't go to the supermarket. I'd go once a week to a big shop. Now I'll just go there every night and grab a beer, get some crisps. I don't give a shit. I really don't. I mean, like, you know, I, I, I don't bring my alcohol gel anymore. <laughs> you know. I think, do you know what, though? I mean, I think I've got, I personally, I've got a few, conf- you know, I don't want to say confusion because I'm not a thick fuck, but well, <laughs> I am a bit of a thick fuck. But part, part of me thinks there's some internal anger that one can't see your own mother um, closer than two metres. But if you worked in Tesco's and we've all seen it and Morrison's and the Co-op Express, that these people are literally stacking shelves within feet of each other because they are turning the economy and earning four quid, five quid, six quid an hour. That's fine. But for the most of us, the actual things that make our well-being, you know, the the people that we've missed, loved ones, the people that need, you know, or, you know, um, I mean, I talk about my mum specifically, I suppose, you know, lost her husband, my dad, you know, late last year. And probably this is couldn't have come at a worse time, you know, Um, providing her support over the phone is just not the one. It doesn't work. It doesn't cut it, does it? We would all we would all relate to that. But the government are saying, well, you know, I can't go and give her a cuddle, but I can be brushed past in Tesco in order to get my essential crisps from the aisle of choice by a by a misguided Wally that's going up the wrong wrong way, the one way alley. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Yeah. It, it, I, I, the, 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 it's it's what I'm trying to say, so to speak, is the finance and getting the country's economy on the run has almost overtaken the need for us to mix with our families and and have that sort of well-being um, reinstated after what I would call a pretty huge sacrifice. You know, I'm in a really job where I, I do see people, unfortunately, again, I'm not trying to be too morbid, but they people just do die. They just go out in the morning, not expecting to die, and then they're dead. And that's that because they have an accident or they fall off something or something falls on their head or whatever. And I, I, I'm not exaggerating. That literally happens day in, day out. Now, we have isolated ourselves from the most precious people in our lives, some of us. And actually, the people that, you know, work in the supermarkets, that 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 work in an office, that, you know, have to go and want to go and they want to get those maybe not so essential things going can go out and basically touch other people or get close to other people, but you're still not allowed to see or be closer to your family. Now, if you see the threat as low enough that someone can operate within feet of them each other in a shopping centre, which 
and also be surrounded by children. We're talking about schools and nurseries. Then surely the risk is low enough that you can see a bubble of family members. Yeah, well, that's it, Dave. I mean, what I've looked at, you take a look at the thinking on this, you know, like you said, social distancing, it's not even scientifically proven to work, you know, and then you're seeing pieces in the Daily Fail. Oh, you know, it survives in a in a room for so many hours in the air. Um, you know, I've, I've seen like infographics and animations of people spreading the gyms around trains and all this bollocks. And, it, and it's so fumbled that you're left with a, a thought constantly. Like you've got this thing in the pit of you, somewhere thinking, something's, you know, I feel like I'm being taken for a mug a lot of the time. You know, my, I have the same as you, Dave. I, I lost my mum uh, December. My dad lives on his own all the way down in West Wales. And I can't go and see him. I can't support him like I need to. You know, I can't, uh, you know, take the kids down there, you know, make new memories and things. Uh, you know, I've got him on the end of a, a WhatsApp call a few times a week. It just doesn't cut it. Um, you know, and I, I can't get down there because the Welsh, uh, you know, the Welsh government doing things differently than the English. Because, to prove a point, mainly, that, the you know, the um, national, uh, the Welsh Assembly's, you know, got its own power, I feel. I mean, you know, there's, my dad said that the police are even waiting at uh, up the road at the footpaths, the very popular footpaths, to tell people they can't go for a walk. <laughs> it's like, it, it, it doesn't make sense. If I can go to Tesco and have someone reach over to, literally, I've had it, people just reach over. They don't give a shit. If they're in a, they want to get in and out, they'll just, they'll barge past you. Mm. It, Punch you. It, Punch him, man. Uh, I, I've given up. I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, it's. What it's, we, um, uh, I think the other thing that that frustrates me, and I definitely feel your your frustration there, Kerry, because I do I do see a bit of misjustice there, and I think that's where I'll talk about it in a minute. But I think that's where a little bit of uh, it's been overshadowed now. But I think of the frustration. People are still doing dying protests outside Dominic Cummings' house, which. Part of me thinks it's a little bit not funny, but it's amusing that people are still doing <laughs> a lot of shit. But um, because he is a pompous, self-righteous twat. But on the other hand, you know, ultimately, I don't want to become one of those freaking moral police. Like, and I know that's different because Dominic Cummings works for the government. But what do people think about the uh, situation that's happened on the beaches so far. And I don't, I don't really want to, I mean, the guy who jumped off a of Durdle's door, he's broke his back, I think. And it's a pretty Shit. bad way. Um, and although uh, we all say that's a silly thing to do, it is a silly thing. I've done plenty of silly things in my life. <laughs> I fortunately have got away with not breaking my back, but I'm telling you what, I probably could have done some silly stuff <laughs> and done myself an injury. So I'm not one to judge, but what do we what do we think about all the people quite rightly freely being able to go to the beach and travel because they're not doing anything wrong and there's been some media angle picture taken but also ad i want you to um um give me your thoughts on the moral police you know the facebook soldiers those who are fighting for the righteous and telling us normal people what we're doing right and wrong Cunts. Well, I've got two things to say. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> the, the, the first thing, I think the government are playing a very clever game, really, because they've um, pretty much said it's your own responsibility now. Still maintain social distance. 
they've started to open up various little bits for us but they still maintained you've got to keep two meters away from everyone social distance blah 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 however a big list of things we can do so if people then gather in big groups go to the beach that's on us on society now if it if there is a massive spike in the future they'll say not our fault you've yeah. you've done this to yourself um that's 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 one thing the second thing is if you haven't been adversely affected individually individually and you don't know anyone that has like we mentioned before the numbers going to a thousand a day i don't know anyone that's had it not saying it doesn't exist i'm not saying that by any means but because it doesn't affect me in any way and the information that i've been given um says i'm not really at risk none of my family at risk none of my friends are at risk i personally would quite happily uh mix i haven't done i haven't been to the beach i've been to the beach at late at night but there's been no one there but um if i chose to do that that's on me so if someone on facebook with purple hair thinks they're the dom of the local area <laughs> started giving me giving me shit i'll be like hang on this is this is on me and that and that's the thing you know what i mean you can have your views but at the end of the day it's personal responsibility let's call her and Cara. Then, Let's call it Let's a call Karen. Karen, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I talk to your manager, please? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Karen here. But, but, but this yeah. is the thing, I think it's a dangerous, don't you, do you think it's a dangerous, it's a dangerous road we're going down, the infighting of human beings over things that we're actually allowed to do. And I think that's really, it's a sad indictment of this don't come to our beaches type thing. Go on, go on, George, what do you reckon? It's just the new form of bullying that you can yeah. get away with, essentially. So it's like the roles have switched. It's no longer about bullying. I mean, it used to be back, sort of, you know, ten years ago. Sort of my generation, it all used to be about, oh, you're poor, you can't afford this, or you're not wearing this brand of clothing, you're not doing this. Now it's all about the virtue. It's all about, oh, I'm abiding by social distancing. Yeah. You're not by do- doing this, and it's yeah. all. It's just the modern form of bullying. That's it's all passive it aggressive. You've hit the nail on the head. It's passive aggressive bullying. Absolutely, mate. That that is hundred percent right. And I I don't have a real problem with that. But on that, George, do you think that um, where do you think that's going to go? Because that is getting bigger and bigger. Well, it's, I mean, bullying will always find its own way in different forms. You know, Facebook, social media, it's just a new forum to house it. And, you know, in 10 years, something else, there'll be to house a different form of bullying. It's just a different evolution. And it's all based on sort of trends and how society is going at the moment. Uh, with regards to sort of policing other people, you know, of course, people are going to do that. But end of the day, I'm a strong believer in Darwinism. <laughs> like, COVID, yeah. I'm not... I'm not too sure if that is uh, sort of something to worry about in this area, but I'm playing it safe. You know, I'm not going microchips. to the beaches. <laughs> microchips. Um, but but yeah, like if people want to do shit, I'm not going to stop them. Mm. Are we live, Ed? Are we live? <laughs> <laughs> my, so... my, thing, my problem with the whole Facebook people chatting shit basically is would they say that to my face? If not saying they they do say anything, but if if I was one of these geezers choosing to do what I wanted to do, for example, I've seen people uh, doing personal training one on one, not no way social distancing. Now, 
I run a gym with Dave. Part of our business is one-to-ones. Um, we haven't been able to do normal one-to-ones. We've had to do social distancing one-to-ones. If I advertise now, I'm doing private lessons again, I'll be ridiculously busy and I'd make loads and loads of money. But I'm not doing it because sure. you're not supposed to do it. Yeah. But you know what I mean? If I was to do that and publish it on Facebook like other people have done, I don't I don't comment on theirs saying my thoughts on the matter. Even I've just said it now on a on a, <laughs> on a uh, I think po- on people a are overtly moral though. I think they're like there, there are yeah. people that would say it to you because they feel that they yeah. are so righteous about it that actually their sacrifice, their personal sacrifice. I th- I, honestly, I think this not like I don't know who said it was like the, the fact that social distancing doesn't even necessarily do anything. Um, and this like moral thing that we can all protect the NHS by just not going out, but now we're just going to go out because protecting the NHS is not the most important thing now. We're going to do other stuff. I just think it's it's almost turned us against each other. The other thing that really pissed me off, and I might this might be you, I know Kerry's not, but you boys are more, or have at least been in Dorset a lot longer than me, so you might have a different view on it. But this this thing about people coming down to our beaches, you're coming to our beach, yeah, get off my land. It just happens to be where we live. own it because it's run and cleaned by the council but no dave i, I guess because gen- generally through the months where there aren't fuck loads of people down there it's mm. actually quite tidy mm. and we have two issues really one that our road infrastructure is fucking appalling yeah. and the standard of drivers down here nine months of the year are horrendous because they're all old as fuck um, <laughs> when when it's the summer and our roads are full because the infrastructure is so bad it's horrendous to live here so it people... doesn't happen every year cronk it's not yeah. a covid year that's every that's year every year, year yeah. you yeah, can yeah, take a picture yeah, yeah. of 20 bin lines so, on the beach you know i'm a fucking god it's a shit exactly it's, it's 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 very similar to cornwall right so cornwall was lovely to be in when there's no um when there's no tourists there, but when all the fucking tourists there, it's just like being in any other holiday place. It's just, you know, it's fucking busy. There's cars everywhere. And then the beaches that, you know, for nine months of the year, we get to enjoy and are lovely and they're mess free and there's no fucking dickheads down there making loads of noise, getting pissed up, leaving barbecues and fag butts and needles in the sand for three months of the year. It's, it's shit, but we're still lucky to have it. So I think that's the, the, uh, probably the cultural reason behind the our beaches and then that's just propagated by the fucking daily echo and all the dickheads on facebook that think that they own the area it's the same with all this fucking keep keep the area green shit and that, that it's all the nimbies yeah you know they they happen yeah. to live in the nice houses in the nice green belted areas that you know i grew up on an estate that was green belt at one mm. point mm. and then they built a fuckload of houses on it but I got to grow up in a nice area and go to nice schools, so yeah, I'm 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 happy, you know. Thank People you are just sorry, oh. for keep going. No, no, yeah, I'll just end up ranting for ages. Oh. On it. No, I think, <laughs> I think you're right, mate. I think um, I, yeah, it, I I I I get the I I get the uh, the anger, you know what I mean, and the the issues about it. It's um, 
it's just really, I guess, a difficult condition to manage because I think the things around it are not just a current problem. I think every year you get people jumping off a Dirtle's door and causing themselves aggro and yeah. being dicks Look. and get lost in the sea. It's just every, now the people are going, oh, my God, especially as COVID's on, I can't believe they're out canoeing in the sea. Well, people canoe in the fucking sea all the time. Talking yeah, about you. Yeah, they do, they do canoe in the sea. But when they get into a spot of bother, they get picked up by the RNLI because they've got lifeguards on the beach. But yeah. there's, no, there's no fucking lifeguards anywhere at the minute. Because they but haven't been able the, to roll the program out. But that's the problem, isn't it? The problem is, and I and I don't want to be one of these people that goes, well, it's the government's fault. But it, it, you do have to have some sort of mind that if you're going to start rolling out rules where people can just go out and go anywhere, you have to put some of the infrastructure back in prior to doing that, or at well, least think about it. It's back to personal responsibility again, where they basically were still in lockdown, really. But they're, they're opening us up. I tell you what they've done. Shit, now it's on you. They've they have desensitised us to coronavirus by it being the only thing that we fucking heard about for two months. The only yeah. thing we heard about was how shit it was, how fucked it was going to be if you're on a ventilator. You know how your your nan was going to die on her own in a fucking bungalow with no one around <laughs> her because. You know, you went round there and fucking dropped her off some shopping and you have to touch a door handle or something. And everyone got so desensitised to it that they, no one gives a fuck anymore. And now that the main um, <clears throat> news cycle is taken up with uh, the Black Lives Matters protests in America and the shit that's going on with Russia and it's people just don't give a fuck anymore. And that, that people are out, so they're not watching the news anymore. Do you think that's a product of people having the absolute shit scared out of them in the first place and then all of a sudden had the switch turned off? Because that's that what you've said, Kronk, is exactly my sort of point in my head. Now, and I'm probably looking from the outside in because I have been in and out during this, even when the lockdown was on, because obviously working now, I do go in and out and I do see people operating and doing things and whatever. And what I saw at the beginning is people absolutely cacking their pants, quite rightly so, because every five minutes on the telly, you're seeing someone on their belly on a ventilator telling you that this is going to be you. If you go outside your door, you're going to catch this. You touch your mum's knickers in the wrong way and then you she have coronavirus and you're going to get <laughs> coronavirus. Don't go around your mum's house. You know what I mean? Maybe not your mum's knickers. That was a bit weird. <laughs> um, but you know what I'm saying? Um, what the point is now is you've gone from scare the shit out of people to, oh, it's not that scary anymore. I think you could probably go out now. Uh, and people are I like, think... oh, but I've been in, I'm still in scared shit this zone. And people yep. don't notice it because it's not a visual threat. It's not a visual risk. People just don't see it. So when they're with it, and I've seen it, you know, at, at jobs because it's not the biggest risk in front of them at the time they don't cater for it don't manage it because it's not a visual thing so i don't i work with a lot of sensible people and the moral police the facebook moral police would say that when they if they were to see them work they'd see that they were not very sensible 
But ultimately, I just don't think it's that easy. And I'm not talking about people jumping off Dirtle's door. I'm just talking about normal people going to the beach and getting an ice cream because that's what we've been doing. You you would say if you go down an aisle and think, oh, I'm just going to nick that bit of jam there. I've just got to brush past the freaking, you know, Tesco person. That is like an acceptable risk. But um, two months ago, it weren't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like ago, if you'd touched the bird at the Tesco, you'd have exploded in a ball of flames and then gone home and coughed your guts up thinking you might have had the COVID. I think <laughs> people's attention spans just aren't there anymore. Like, you know, it used to be hyper vigilant, hyper aware of what was going on. Like, you know, I, I still do the awkward shuffle when I'm at supermarkets, but so many people, yeah, just no problem brushing past. It's just their attention spans are, they're done with it. Like, you I know. find, yeah, but George, George. Do, do you think um, at any point during this, the government has had a decent grip of things? Would you, you think trust any government them? has? No, no, no. That's it. Exactly. So, not, I, I mean, I look yet, at this. Yeah. Don't trust them. Don't like them. Don't really listen to what they've got to say, you know? It, yeah, let's start there, because people... You're freezing, Ad. You're freezing. Freeze, Ad. Chilly, Adam. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. People are thick. And... Do you oh, think that though? I'm not sure robot. people are thick. Oh no, they are. Yeah, they are. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think. I don't. I don't think you can. I don't think you can. Individuals are, but groups are. Yeah. And then you herd get mentality. And bro science. Yeah. Bro science. You've got uh, Karen In what, on the internet. I, I want. I want. I want to quantify the thickness though. What are people doing that is really, really thick? And under what under what proof? Because you yourself, Adam, said you haven't seen one person with coronavirus. Not Correct. one. Right? Correct. That's because so he's been these... in the fucking woods for four months. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's hibernating. Pulling his plunker. <laughs> and from what? this angle, he, he does look like desperate Dan. Look Massive potato head. <laughs> you boys are so fucked. I'm, really I'm, I'm 180 kilos now. But what 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 I'm saying is, anecdotally, you've got someone like you who's certainly not thick, yeah. They they haven't seen one iota of COVID. It hasn't affected their life in any way. And you know a lot of people, a lot of people on your social media, and my social media, a lot of people. If you were not to look at the news, to go to the beach. And just be there and maybe brush past someone who might have you've brushed past in Tesco. That's not thick, is it? That's just no. But that's I, a, so that's for a, example, that's a, a, an assessed risk. Your 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 yeah, own brain is saying, well, actually, what is the danger yeah. to me? Not a lot, really. Yeah. So so that's that people are taking assessed risk, which is fine. But then uh, I think I've got to explain my answer a bit more carefully. The government have gone really hard line with the fear because people won't believe it. They won't be told. You'd say right. Do this, boys, or you're gonna get ill. Fuck off, government! You don't control me. So they've they've had to almost um, fear monger it into us, program us to stay in, and now they're trying to get us out. It's the other way around. Now back to my fit comment. Local local place, this Ibridge, local to us. All local people are there. There's a little tiny little bin, like a normal size bin. 
there was about five tons of rubbish there. All ignorant locals, thick, bringing all their food, all their stuff. They have to get there by car. Just put it back in your car and drive off, mate. <laughs> no, I'll leave it in the bin. Uh. Everyone but does that. That might that. be thick in a practical, like, what are you going to do with your rubbish, mate? But not in an, an assessment of risk. I'm talking about, like... I'm talking about generally people just making their own decisions. And I think what has happened is one one end of the spectrum, you've had the shit scared out of you. The other end of the spectrum, nothing has actually changed. But they're saying, well, you might as well go out now, really. I think a lot of it was trying to protect other people. But those other people are still there, Kronk. They still need protecting, but we are going back out. So they are going to increase... The going back out with but nothing I think, in place. I think so. What what is gen- the difference now to three months ago? Well, there is no there is no difference except that we've had. You can only act on the information that you're given by the people that you trust to give it to you. And this fucking country is so so um, spoon fed by the government, and we re- we rely on those useless twats to do everything for us, as as this has has shown us. Um, we won't do anything unless we're told that that we can or can't. So Adam's exactly right. If they'd have told us all to lock down and we didn't have a fucking clue what was going on, no one would have done it. So they had to scare the shit out of us, which they had. And just think about what was was the the bestest commodity when lockdown started? What was the number one thing? Toilet roll. Yeah. But that's a panic. I'm quite simple. That is panic. People are... Yeah, I, I... they people panicked, didn't they? That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, it put toilet roll down. I yeah, I, there was some sort of so, some sort of socio psychological reason for toilet roll. Tin Maybe of beans, it was I can a understand. Metaphor: people shit themselves. But then they now they now they've they need us to go out right because they need people to feel comfortable going back to work. And obviously they they feel like they can manage at the level of infection that they've got now so there's no point at the end of the day they've they've saved a lot of people from being made redundant and losing their jobs and then losing their homes and the you know the various side effects of of losing your employment they've kept a lot of businesses going a lot have gone under but they need people to get out so the information that they're giving now is basically just fucking get on with it but stay alert and we we listen to that information so you know, we could all stay in, but so I'm, so I'm not. I'm not saying people are thick now by going out, going to the beach. I don't mean that by any means. But we're being told we can go out now. But yeah, in the I mean, in the beginning, the common we were sense being... would be like, where where shall I go today? Yeah. I mean, because we live down here on a Saturday, we probably wouldn't go to the beach anyway. Yeah. especially not fucking Bournemouth Beach yeah. there's no yeah. way I'm going to go and sit by the pier because it's going to be yeah. fucking heaving ram yeah. yeah like that's why everyone goes to the chines you know you just walk yeah. 20 minutes up the beach and it's and it's nice but yeah. everybody everybody knew it would happen right it's the same as the the last day before lockdown wasn't it, it was, yeah on the piss. people in the pubs yeah thick <laughs> as fuck yeah <laughs> I don't know if it's thick, it's just like they just want they, you know I think we're all in different circumstances right, I'm lucky I'm here with my wife and, and my nipper 
and I get to work my son. Home every day. Jordan, you're at home with your wife. Dave, you're at home with your wife and kids. Kerry's been at home not doing anything the entire time with his wife. <laughs> Adam's been working, but he's also got his wife and kids at home. Some people are stuck in a flat on their own and they're furloughed. Yeah. And Poor the fuckers. fuckers that they see are on WhatsApp or at the shop. And, you know, the first time they say, right, now you can meet six people and you can go to the beach, they're going to they're gonna go. Mm. And, and I don't, I don't see, blame them, um, to be honest. Did you see that you, I don't it was in the news, I don't know if this is legit, uh, that you're not allowed to, to fuck anyone who's not from your household. You can't everyone, have anyone stay over overnight, that's, that's what Yeah, and you can't shag them, that's fucking mental. Oh, but you're, but you're, allowed social distancing. you're allowed to use their toilet though, aren't you, if you go stay in their back garden? Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, when you come round tomorrow, I'll shag you, mate, don't worry. And I'm going to piss all over your toilet seat, mate. Yeah. What are you saying? When you have sex, you shit and piss on someone. Is that what you're saying, Rachel? <laughs> yeah. We do, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't you guys do that shit? No. I, thought, I thought you guys were jujitsu wives. We are. But we're, yeah, we're we, social distances. We do it clean, though, mate. You sound like prudes. Yeah, right. We have showers together. We have showers together, mate. Golden showers. We'll have a bath together one day. <laughs> we always wear femidoms. Yeah, big full <laughs> like whole body ones. But, yeah, but this is this is the problem now. They're trying to basically the rules have changed. You stay two meters apart from anyone, go out wherever you want, don't meet more than six people. But they've had to clarify all these other rules because people are like, oh yeah, I can meet someone now, I can have sex, but it's all you can't. That's you know what I mean. You can't just yeah. ra- rock up. You can't just go on grinder, get yourself a nice hot whatever. I'd, I'll have to ask one of you boys. Geezer, yeah, get a geezer, and then go out, go out and have some mag because you're not social distancing. <laughs> go into their garden with the two meter yeah. long. They have to yeah. tell the the lowest level of you know they have to set the the guidance for the lowest level of intelligence, don't they? Daily Marius, yeah. It's like have you ever like when you go on the .gov website for anything, it's actually quite clear. Like it's quite yeah. surprising, and then you think, oh, it's because yeah. you know they have to. It has to be clear for, you know, the person that's too thick to get a job, so they need to find out what benefits they can get. Daily Murray. Um, yeah. but, but doesn't it lull you into a false sense of security that you're almost looking for the .gov websites to catch you out because it looks so simple? Yeah. yeah. Like, you're yeah. double reading it, like, is that that simple? It doesn't... Well, it's just... <laughs> People always whinge about how difficult it is to like submit tax returns and do all this other shit, don't oh, they? Please, please. In, in films yeah, and that. Yeah. But when you when you when I was going through it with Lorna, it was like, oh, this is literally what it says on the fucking screen. This isn't even difficult. Yeah. Like, please, please. Yeah, I wish, like, all, I wish fucking Microsoft documentation was like that. But it's like the outdoor training and the, you know the stuff we've had to start doing at the gym. We've been very careful to follow the rules, and it is the rules are easy as long as you follow them. And of course, when people come, can we do this, mate? No, nah, sorry, you can't. Um, you, you just look up and you see the you see the guidelines. Follow the guidelines. We're good. Everyone's good. I've I've even wanted the police to come and see me when I'm doing some some social distancing one to one, so they can engage with me. Do you want me to call the police and say? It'd be amazing, mate. <laughs> but but when I was in there doing the, I was doing all the online stuff. The police guy used to like, hover outside, and I was like, just come in, please come in, but they wouldn't come in. <laughs> I'm gonna call and pretend to be Forest FM. Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Hi, it's Karen Bob. calling. If Forest FM are listening, Mitch. They won't be listening because no. we're not their demo. They're not they're our demo. demographic. Uh, we'd like to do a spot on Forest FM. So if you want to give yeah. us a spot, we'll do a we'll take your graveyard shift and make it the most popular spot you got. Yeah, now we get so. stopped by the Purple Hair Brigade, mate. They'll be like, "Bring no, it on! You're not appropriate for this." We talk too much truth. Truth tellers, mate. Microchips. What's the other big news this week? They've also got those. Those fucking bellends have just got nothing better to do, have they? So they're sat at home. Yeah. They're, they're, oh, I can't go out because I've eaten so much fucking food. I've given myself diabetes. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm at risk. <laughs> Someone this, brushed past me in the car, but they're 10 years old. They don't know my stripes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Co-op and Tesco is like... That is risk central for a lot of people. That is that is the. I got started on the car, didn't I? Ridiculous. When? Two, two weeks. Like... Two... Oh, oh, I can't even speak. I'm so shocked by. <laughs> <laughs> I went the wrong way down the wrong way system. Oh fucking hell, mate! I I maintained social distance all the way around. I managed to get my bit of meat I wanted, put it in, in my basket, and some bird. Went mentally, <laughs> so I apologised as a gentleman and said I'm so sorry. Um, but however, I'm still social distancing. Left the shop, and she had parked a fucking Range Rover across like the walkway on double yellow lines. <laughs> I was just staring at her like, you fucking can I set the scene here? Can I set the scene though? Because what I have, what I've been told happened is that you maintain social distancing. Yada yada yada. The scene is set. Adam is in the shop. He's got red trainers on, aluminous green shorts, and <laughs> you, you mean Euros. his uniform? <laughs> yeah, his uniform. Euros 2016 shirt, which is shrunk to now just reveal the face of his belly. He is moving around the shop in a because he's a big fella in a rather large man fashion. To which he's then looked at the arrows in the ground and thought, "Fuck, I'm actually going the wrong way." Well, woman spotted him. He's then, because he's got an, you know, an, an attention-seeking nature, he's then done some sort of weird shuffle around her, in, you know, in a way that's made his, yeah, he's sort of, yeah, exactly that. Jordan is making himself really big, and he's shuffling around in a in a circular fashion. Made myself small, small. And this this woman, I've no doubt at some point during the whole escapade he touched his dick because he can't not. <laughs> yeah. So he would have touched his dick. Show, she's yeah. literally, this is the first time she's been out in like fucking 13 weeks and she shit a brick. The giant fucking hairy beast potato head in luminous green. Dave, you're so fucking Red. dead. Um, getting both your knees. Your knees are popping, Red. mate. Red to brown town. Bang. <laughs> Red train. White socks up to the very past like the ankles, mid calf. And the Euros, she spotted the Euros jiu-jitsu, but she thinks it's some sort of European activist Brexit type. <laughs> and she's fucking got she's lost it. She's worth too much to be losing her life now. Because what you didn't know is she's got two inhalers. She's got uh, and, and she's a Daily Mail subscriber. Depressed. Yeah. She reads the mail. Her husband reads the Sun because he's a very wealthy middle class builder. And you got in her fucking way, you piece of shit. 
Dave, Dave, it, it wasn't, it didn't get me, it was a sweetie cake. Yeah, oh, right. I nearly punched a window in there when she, I nearly fell because it was on like the walkway. If you, if you were to collapse on the walkway and a car was to be parked in the wrong place, would you get sued? Because you shouldn't be parked there. You should have tested it and been one of those blatantly obvious get your own back. <laughs> what? <laughs> one of you the should. successful videos is us going to be reenacting this in that exact uniform, and I will have I will be the woman, and you can be you, and we'll reenact the passing the the passing in the uh, reenact it the co-op the, the co-op escapade. Co-op Order a oh, co-op wars. Twenty twenty. Really... First there's the plague, then there's the co-op wars. I almost well, feel like I don't want to go on to another serious subject after that because it. But but there's I there's am there's gonna any... write. Oh shit! Oh shit! Um, there's only one other subject about... in the news. Oh god! Well, no, it's more than one other subject. I oh, know, I know. It's just about four. The Russian I, all of them. About a million liters of red diesel in the Arctic Sea. Madeline McCann. How do we feel for the McCann? Now this guy be picked up and could be the prime suspect in 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 this whole thing. The the, the couple have been hounded for donkey's years through the press, police, all sorts. Um, and now what seems to be the first bit of substantial evidence comes up, they might have got someone for it. Yeah, story. It's very um, weird story. I've only heard a little bit. But basically, he used to he was like basically homeless, but he owned a car, and he made his money by robbing um, holidaymakers, burgling the houses, and he had a history of you know child abuse and naughty horrible things. Is that, so is that what you guys have heard? He's, is he in a German prison at the moment? Is yeah, that for for sex crime. Yeah. And um, and what like the the links they've made to him is that he all his phone records and his location at the time point to Pro Deluge. Is that is that is that the situation? That's, that's yeah, and circumstantial evidence that they've got at the moment. And he and he matches that horrible drawing that was done at the time. Yeah, the and there's bloke. A, something to do with a car and one of his friends. So, so someone to do with they they published his his number, this number that he rang. And that's the the case will rest on that number basically. So whoever owns that number is like a a witness, but they don't know they're a witness. So what do we what do we think? How do we think this is going to turn out if this guy turns out to be the guy? Do you think there's going to be a big national apology to the McCanns? Do you think there's going to be a huge amount of humble pie being eaten by the by the British media? No, they'll just make him the uh, the enemy and just double down on him and. They'll never get an apology. Yeah, I think it's there's two things. I mean, first of all, I've watched so many documentaries about the Madeleine McCann case. Uh, Like, I love watching crime docs and all that sort of thing. And so many of them just lead you towards the natural conclusion that they did it, which, you know, if it turns out they didn't, that's going to be crazy. Just because, you know, as you're saying, like the, the journalists have always pointed the finger uh, and yeah, yeah, they won't. They'll be very unapologetic. But on the second hand, like end of the day, they left their kids in the hotel room. That is a, a failure in itself. 
like you know they said they had created this system of how they were going to get in and out and check on them and take turns doing and stuff but it's not good enough in my opinion like you know yes I don't have kids I don't know what that's like but at the same time I couldn't see myself doing that no absolutely not I mean just to give just give you a price of this guy he's due to start a seven-year stretch for raping a 72 year old in Prayer de Luge two years before Madeline's disappearance he's obviously a piece of shit German police uh, are now running the investigation of appeal to anyone who believes saw the guy. Um, they want to build a picture, but the, the, apparently there's a number of witnesses that have reported sightings of suspicious individuals, and he fits the bill. But um, it'll be it, it'll be interesting to see um, how he gets turned around because, um, yeah. If if to be innocent, and I, and I absolutely agree with what you say, I think there's a moral argument to be had there that people will still attribute them with some blame, rightly or wrongly. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not not for us to necessarily judge, but it's uh, neglect. That's what it is. Yeah. And you've been trained on the course, mate. Yeah. You know. He's got all the buzzwords now. I do. You know it, son. <laughs> all the recognitions. The free R's, mate. Protector of children. Protector of children. But I don't. I mean, it, it obviously wasn't neglect in a in a criminal sense because that was never mentioned that they would be ever liable for anything of the like. And I mean, no one ever. There, there can't be a law against it, especially not in Portugal, because it was not ever a option to charge them with negligence or you know. Um, you know, uh, I don't even know what the crime is. You would be committing uh, by you can you can go to prison for gross negligence when you yeah you can yeah. but they they well, always it was always a murder it was always a missing child and murder trial wasn't mm. it it was never a I don't know it, it yeah, just, it, to be honest it is it was a fucking long time ago now and I was quite young when it happened so the only my only uh, real recollection of it was that my sister was exactly the same age when it happened um and so my mum was just fucking like absolutely devastated and she was firmly team McCann because she couldn't imagine what it would have been like to you know lose it lose Erin our little sister um it wasn't until I started college when people started making jokes about it and i heard the like the other side of it that i i really considered that there was any other um narrative yeah, yeah. It, it i think it definitely brought the you know the subject of like um uh child trafficking and um you know that sort of child crime business thing into the forefront whether people believe that was the reasoning or the case behind it or not it definitely made you know brought some limelight to that pretty fucking horrible nasty sort of um criminality that that is working out there and i'm sure you know people after a lot more mindful about when our kids on holiday and things like that, because it was pretty at the time it was huge. And, and still now I think, you know, I don't even know how long ago that was, but still holds a lot of, um, 13 years, 13 years. It still holds a lot of, um, yeah, it's been a lot of content written about them and books. And, you know, like yeah. Jordan said, I've, I've read, I've read one book 
or in, in pricey form. And it was the um, the Portuguese police. And there was all yeah. sorts of dodgy stuff in there, you know, about um, they got a psychic in and the psychic directed them to an outfall pipe and all this. And you think, Jesus Christ, where's all that coming from? And the and the thing that always made people a bit um, cautious around around the mum and dad, you know, obviously terrible. I can't imagine the pain they've gone through, but they they had some connections, so they managed to get a lot of media. Obviously, it was a story, so the media ran with it, but they had a lot of connections in high places to either uh, benefactors, you know, people that are just helping them out, or friends, whatever. And they got a lot of um, media and push that a normal person wouldn't have got charity mm. set up and all that kind of stuff and and like everything if you don't understand that that world you automatically think it's sinister i don't know mm. is it sinister is it not i can't comment i don't move in those circles but I th- it's i think you're questions. definitely right ad that i think the, the I, I remember back uh to when it happened and the comment of the day was or a comment of the the thing was if if the mccanns had been you know, council estate dwelling, you know, benefits people, persons, would they have been treated in the same way as they were as to general practitioners? And I'm I'm not sure they would have done. I don't mm. think they would have been afforded the protection necessarily for what happened or um, especially not by, by the media, it definitely... Um, and I know they weren't protected by all the media. A lot of the media were very harsh on them, and it, which is extraordinarily sad. If you know, and and they are innocent, all intents and purposes. They've never been put on trial for it, and, and you're innocent until proven guilty. So they are innocent. So, uh, but you know, it, it it is. I think it was a double standard or perceived double standard by the normal person that got a lot of people. What do you think, Kerry? Yeah, I've um, come back to your comment on, you know, what class she is. Uh, I remember that case, is it Shannon Matthews or something? The mum yeah. ended up stuffing her under the bed. Yeah, oh, yeah um, that, was, that was that came about because of this, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was just that was bizarre. Um, and, and that case didn't really get much get much traction up until the media found out that this kid was stuffed under her mum's bed. Um, well, it, it, was, so, uh, it was really quick, wasn't it? She yeah. jumped on the bandwagon to try and get some money and some attention, basically, and then it, it she was too fucking thick to basically figure out how to do it, and they sussed out where she was, and then she ended up going doing time for it, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, absolute madness. But, think, um, sorry, yeah, go on, Kronk. Sorry, I was just going to say, I think they decided to go to the because normally you're told if you have a missing child you're told not to go to the press because it's a death sentence for the child right yeah um but they went to the press because she had um she had one eye didn't she that was weird it had like yeah the drip yeah the like drip in it yeah so they were like you wouldn't you know she was blonde in an area where no one is going to be blonde so if you see a blonde child with an eye that looks like this it's the fucking girl like so this. it was yeah it was kind of a that was why they chose to do it and obviously they had connections to um to make the story bigger didn't they Mm, yeah i mean uh 
a bit of a juxtaposition, but talking of media hoaxes and things like that, it kind of reminds me of Bubble Boy. Uh, have you guys heard that story? No. So uh, they were testing out this uh, weather balloon, um, and it's just like this uh, guy on his own. He's got a family. He's got three kids. And then um, he thought that the boy was in the weather balloon after it had taken off, and there was this whole media circus around them. And then it turns out the kid was hiding in the house. Then the media came and then they were doing the whole chat and everything like, oh, we were so worried about him. He never does stuff like this. And he goes, yeah, I was just playing the game like you guys said. I hid in the basement like you guys told me to. (laughs) 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 uh, Yeah, if you YouTube Bubble Boy or something to that effect or uh, Weather Blimp boy or something like that the the news report is just hilarious it was like a five-day media circus but uh it's absolutely crazy isn't it mad what some people do for attention you know money wasn't it 20 grand in what was the news of the world i'm going to tell my story about when sea dog the verwood mason touched me I'm going to sell my story. That was a special handshake, Adam, and you weren't supposed I'm, to tell anyone about that. I'm definitely not getting in now. <laughs> someone, someone on this call is a level 48 Mason. Uh, <laughs> Me and Jordan are level 69. <laughs> level 48. I'm waiting for my invite one day. You level fucked it, mate, when, when that woman started on you in Tesco's. I know, that was the sign. Yeah, that was your initiation. That's my initiation, mate. You're, you're missing out on the the, the signals. I need to so I obvious. need to like drink drink the um the fear hormone from blood when you like scare people. Let's <laughs> get some fear, fear hormone out. My um my wife's uh, what is he? Ah, uh, we want... great uncle, and he's in the Canadian Masons, and he's a he must be a pretty shit Mason because he talks about it all the time. <laughs> Different over there, don't it? They call it a lodge, don't they? Like, there's lodge over here, but they call it, I'm going to lodge. Yeah, Whereas over what? here, if you said that, they'd be like, what? You go to lodge, mate? It's down fucking... Yeah, but to be fair, like, you, all you have to do is, like, Google local Masonic lodge and you can find it. It's not like you couldn't stand outside and watch all the cunts going in it and work out who's Mason, yeah. who's in the Masons and who isn't. They're quite, they're quite nondescript, though. There's the one, um, the one near, not just off of, um, as you what's the bit of Bournemouth called away from Southbourne just going in towards the town where that gardens are there's one there and you would never know it's there what Masonic Hall yeah it's like completely it's like behind the back of a car it's just crazy and you think what we had one in our hometown um, and it doubled as a a nightclub in the evening so everybody knew that that's where the Masons met up but it was just a nightclub yeah, but there, there were big sometimes. Guys rocked in in their business suits, did their thing, and then they opened it up, and everybody got pissed. That some people never came home. <laughs> that was because of the hooch. You could probably <laughs> join online now. <laughs> that nah, easy. We're not allowed. Get a, the person get on this a, call, it's a level forty-eight Mason, said no. I get am interested. Online, online course in the uh, hand signals. Just. <laughs> Oh, that's the shocker, mate. <laughs> yeah, you can just fill in a form and they um they vet you. I'm gonna fill one in on behalf of you, Adam. You get, I'll get blackboard, mate. I'm too sexy. Yeah, I mean, I don't you have know to, like, if you, 
drink, I want to see him in the interview. You have to drink blood and that, don't you? And then they say, would you die? No, mate, I won't. Who you want there are fighting now, mate? And I won't be allowed to come in. I would I love, totally do all of those things. Yeah, I love watching the YouTube uh, documentaries, uh, in inverted commas, about um, uh, the Freemasons and the Illuminati and all that sort of stuff. Just the, the tone of the whole thing, just the dramatic American voices and then all of these myths about the initiation ceremonies, like some of them like masturbating inside crucifixes while saying the Lord's Prayer or something like that. It's like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, fuck this is, that's the sort of oh. shit I want to join. I'm gonna raise. I'm gonna raise your horror value. Type in S R A. I'm raised your horror value. Do you, Do you think they do it and just think, oh god, he's never gonna do this? Just tell him to do that. Tell him to wank in that that spot. He'll never do that. He's done it. Oh my god. Do you know what they told me to do for that initiation? <laughs> I didn't think you'd do it, mate. To be honest. <laughs> Only if you're level forty-eight, you have to do that. Fifty-nine. <laughs> Great poo bar. You can join my Masons club, mate. You just have to wine me, dine me, and stand up 69 me. Mate, you're already in the only cult you ever need to be in. You don't need to join any other cults. Yeah, you don't need to join any other cults, mate. I mean, we are basically a glorified jiu-jitsu cult. (laughs) That's 100% true. Especially when we get the new COVID, return from COVID t-shirts printed that all you bitches out there are going to be getting because it'll be out on our new eBay store. Live and direct to you. Merch is coming. Sasquatch Studios, big time merch, fight gear, fight wear, t-shirts, shorts, caps. Get your Bombs. stuff. You don't even have to be with us. Posing wear pants. Us. I don't even know if that sounds right. Don't need to can be we, with us can to we wear do us. Do a Sasquatch Studios butt plug. <laughs> of course. Yeah. We're going to cater for the sex there. worker community. Sasquatch Studios for jazzles. <laughs> What about it's a phone case, but on the back it's a big dildo. Amazing. <laughs> Just carry around with you anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. We, we, what we'll get, we'll do a man doll of Adam. Yeah. Basically, with his tiny balls. <laughs> And uh, and you can he comes. You have to pay more for the green shorts and the Euros T-shirt. <laughs> I reckon we should do an Adam body pillow. I was yeah, in the butcher's just... today wearing a Euros T-shirt, and the butcher was like, "Oh, you trade jujitsu, do you?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Oh yeah, I should do that." And he tapped me, and I'm like, "Oh my god, massive giant butcher." I said, "You come to our club, mate. Join us." And he's like, "I did cry." That's what he said. <laughs> Then he walked out, threw the meat on the floor and walked yeah, out. fuck you fucking meat, mate. Who <laughs> fucking threw meat? Threw it at him. Fuck you mate. fucking meat. Oss mate. Oss <laughs> mate. Well, boys, I think we've contra- controversialised ourselves tonight. Everything. Listen, we're going to get a guest Someone on next week. I don't know who it is. I don't know if anyone is amazing. Uh, we are going to make a fight where clothing brand is coming. So <laughs> coming to a, a life-size doll. eBay shop near you and a life-size doll of Adam for those ladies who need a treat. Uh, you're going to get one. Uh, oh. It will come with three green shorts, interchangeable red <laughs> trainers. And we'll make that penis, we'll make the penis bigger as well than real life. Yeah, so, yeah. What? Cool. I mean, not being funny. You what? You can't. 
you know what I mean? <laughs> what? At the end of the day. Adam, don't what? get upset, mate, but just, we won't fucking sell any if it's, you know. No, it's mate, got be... two inches is enough for anyone. It's the it's the ball it's the ball level. I think we need to go up on the ball level. But <laughs> whatever happens, he will have interchangeable uh, beard <laughs> and potato head. Yeah. So we'll get like we'll get like oh, three mate. euros, Adam, which is like small, and then we'll get half the euros, Adam, which is like full hair and beard yeah. and regalia. I know it's, its head is literally a Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> Guys. Uh... Just a bit of design input. What we could do is for the chest, it's this big hairy chest, and then you pull it off, and it's Velcro, and you get the same texture of when Adam shaves his belly. Yes. <laughs> Rub your face on that. You boys are fucked. When we come back training, when we're popping out to train, you're all of you are fucked. <laughs> fucked. I don't. I'll be honest. I don't see why you're getting the um. We are talking about making <laughs> billions <laughs> of pounds. <laughs> Out of you, you people will buy it though because people will buy it. Yeah, and there'll be me in every what house in the whole world. About it, because there'll be me in every house in the whole world sitting there looking at me. I'll come around for someone's house for tea, and there'll be me in a bedroom just lying there. Yeah, we do a <laughs> little I'm gonna turn thing. my grappling, my um, uh, my body pillow view into a grappling dummy and just fucking smash it. <laughs> we, we, we need to put a voice box in this sex dummy that says, Hey, bros, <laughs> hi, bros, <laughs> hi, bros. Peace. Peace. When we get back to training, Peace. you're Peace. dead. <laughs> Put your head in his tic tac. Put your head in his tic tac. Fucking white belts. Peace. <laughs> Fucking white belts. Fucking white belts. Fucking white belts. <laughs> yeah, scum. And uh, um, some of about cult leaders. We got purple belt cult leaders locally popping up everywhere. I've noticed that. Have we? Yeah. Purple belt cult leaders. Not not in our gym. Not affiliated. Purple we belt. Got any purple belts, have we? Yeah, I've got Muslim. Muslim. Oh yeah. The true purple belt. I might send him to the, the upstart purple belt cult leader to oh, lay yeah. down the law. <laughs> Coded pur- talk. Battle of the purples. Purple purple piccolo off. I know who my money's on. I'll even send the white belts to enforce. I'll say white belts pop up. Full mount. Yeah, pull out and you'll win. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Pull out and you'll get him with something. I don't even know what yeah. it was, but it was something. Yeah. So uh, anyway, enough well, of this. I have got horrified. that bed. We got, we got some social distancing privates to do tomorrow. Oh, yeah, all day long, mate. All day long, and son. it's supposed to be raining, so bring your raincoat. We'll be right, mate. Make you need to mark it. Marquee, it's supposed to be rain. I thought it was sunny tomorrow. Sunny, oh. Dave's, Dave's just like making me cry. Oh, it's raining. <sighs> Is it? Tomorrow. It's raining now, yeah. And tomorrow. <laughs> right, you boys. Thank you everybody for listening. Uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get a guest on next week. Don't know who it's gonna be. It'll be someone interesting. We'll get them on. We'll talk to them, and then we'll chuck them off. So, um, how's you like that, apples? You're gonna touch them off. What do you say? He's going to knock him off, he said. Knock him off. Pull him off. Pull him off. Pull him off. <laughs> Just give them a free. Give him a free man. Something. Yeah, Adam Keeley man doll. Hey, hi, bros. Hi, bros. Hi, bros. With detachable head, potato head, and green shorts. And don't forget the trainers. <laughs> For the ladies' pleasure. We'll have to get Joe to sign off on this because. You, you could go international. You could be like a, like one of the you know biggest sex well, sale because people 
a bit funny. Women like, you know, real men. Real men. I used to think if you listen to the hair, the hair podcast, I did actually used to be a male model. What, what podcast? <laughs> the the, yeah, one, was... the hair one where we had the barber Adam on Adam was the barber. It? I was an actual oh. real life male model. Fortunately, I wasn't here for that. <laughs> male model, that. mate. Model male model, son. Male model. It was for McCain's oven chips. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm going to fuck it. Hey, next time you try to hurt me, I'm just going to get the fucking leg off. You're going to rip your leg off. I'm just going to shout black belt rules halfway through. I'm going to rip your leg off. I'm going to shove my knee in your dick. I'm going to burst your testicles and just smash it. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't potato uh, smiley. Ah, uh, that was it's yeah, it's better smiley face. <laughs> oh, fucking dead. Dead. Why was that joke? Was dead. Oh, dead. 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 I think that is a perfect dead. note to end. Uh, in mind um thanks george thanks kerry thanks ad thanks um cronk if you need um well, thank you dave no thank you believe you told the world level 49 king mason we'll see you next week for more chit chats and let's get a mason on I don't know any. Yeah, yeah, you do, mate, in your lodge. <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> let's get let's get one of those purple haired fucks on. But don't tell them. Karen. Get a Karen on. Right, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna search for the Karens. So look out. Oh, Mason. If you're a Mason, Mason listening, Karen. get in contact. Get in contact, get in touch. We'll we'll make your voice go like <laughs> I like eating blood of tubes. You need to put a bit of peanut butter on the roof of your mouth and then you can do the voice perfectly. I've got a lot of respect for Masons because I don't want them to come and kill me. Like they might. Do I, do as well. so, I do as well. No, I've got I a lot don't of like well. slagging them right off. No, I've got a lot of respect for them. They do, they do a lot of charity work. Some they they gave London Fire Brigade yeah, two they massive do. fire engines. They do a lot of charity work. It's just the unknownness of it all that scares me. They do do a lot of stuff that's good. They're just bros who help each other out and you know, yeah. do some other shit. Yeah. Level 49 for life. See you next week. See you next week. Ciao, ciao. 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 Ciao.